Welcome to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. These conversations are here to activate, stretch, and take you to your edges. This is your invitation to ditch the comparison and step forward with congruence and commitment to the life you want to live. Come play in our world and our minds as we navigate our 30s on totally different timelines. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. Super excited to bring this episode to you. It's going to be fucking juicy. Katie, tell us what we're talking about today. I think today, today's a topic that I think it took me a really freaking long time to wrap my head around, right? And that's the notion of how do you know when to start something? And then I think we get really caught up with that, right? And like, that's only stage one, but I think that's what we get really, really caught up in and our head goes into that mode. But I also want to talk into like, how do you know when to change what you're doing and how do you know when to stop entirely? And I mean, Chris, obviously we've spoken about this already briefly but it's like you can map this into any area of your life whether it's like relationships um friendships like what you're doing on a day-to-day basis in regards to like I know Chris that a while ago you really were like fuck this I don't want to go to a gym anymore like I want to do it myself like but how do you know how do you know when it's time to either change what you're doing stop it entirely or start something totally new because I think that like I said everyone gets caught up with the oh I'm scared to start I'm scared to start right Mm -hmm. But it's more complex than that. And sometimes it's not necessarily starting something. So maybe you're getting caught up in your head thinking, fuck, I need to start this new thing when really you don't need to start anything new. It's just a little tweak and a little change that needs to happen. Yeah, I am someone that absolutely preaches like change the narrative. You don't have to sit somewhere you're uncomfortable or sit somewhere that feels too stagnant or sit somewhere that you there's no momentum, right? And you're sitting there because you've told yourself, I wanted this. This is what I did say that I wanted. Like, hypothetically imagine I'm sitting here now I've just gone and done my studies to be a practitioner and neuro-linguistic I can't even speak neuro-linguistic programming right and then today I wake up and go fuck I don't actually like this anymore like Mm. hypothetically because I actually love this and that's not changing but hypothetically speaking giving myself that permission slip to actually change that and be like cool so what now like I've so integrated in the belief system, right, of I can flip the script, like flip that script and change the narrative and pivot and adapt where I see fit in any area of life that I make no apologies for that. Whereas Mm. me in the past, I held onto the belief, I made this decision, I did this thing, right, and map that across to relationships, finances, you know, anything in any uni. I think uni is a huge one and has been a huge one, like, um, that I've like seen play out, I guess, with people in my life in like, oh, but I've been like, I've been studying this for years. So, and now I'm actually in the career. Like I should actually do this. Like for those people, it's like, I have a health sciences degree and I don't use it at all. (laughs) It's just like, oh, that's nice. But it's like things like that, where I think people do get really caught up in the whole, like, oh fuck, like, but I've invested so much time already. Mm-hmm. So this is where I have to stay. And mm-hmm. this is where we fall into that mentality of feeling stuck, right? When as we know, Chris, and as everybody listening would know from hearing us talk about it, is that it's actually a choice. But I'm wondering, Chris, what's your viewpoint on where, like how? So you say like, oh, like I've integrated and I'm I'm like fully here with it, with the narrative of being able to flip the script as am I, and I've got my own like kind of viewpoint on this. I'm wondering if we're on the same page, like how, how do you know that you can do that? 
It's definitely to embody intuition, right? We can say, oh, listen to your gut instinct. In my belief, gut instinct is intuition and listening to that part of you, your unconscious systems, right? And listening to that niggle, we say, the uh, what is it? The uh, feather, the brick, and then the truck, right? Mm -hmm. Listening to the fucking feather. You feel it, you see it, like allow that to come into your vision, feel it and see it, and then be like, okay, cool. This doesn't fit anymore in the square that I've created. This isn't working for me in some way. So you can change it and pivot. And I have the same thing with the uni, right? I went to uni and I did like a open foundation sort of thing because I didn't finish year 11 and 12. And I didn't finish year 11, thought I knew what I wanted to do. Nope, went to uni, thought I knew what I wanted to do. Nope, went back to doing work. Like I literally within the four year space was just like, pivot and like shift gears and went here, 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 everywhere, right? Until I found my spot in what I was doing um, for about seven or eight years, which is shipping containers, which a lot of you do know that I have a shipping container company. And even in that role, right, I was sales for seven years and I was really good at it. And then it came a time where I wasn't that good at it because I didn't like it anymore. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? That's actually the piece. Yeah. It's like things are in flow and are easy. Mm-hmm when we're actually listening, mm. when we're listening to ourselves. And I love that analogy of the feather, the brick and the truck. And I think that it's like, it's this huge narrative, right? In the, that like, oh, you get so fucking busy. If you're so in your head, you actually forget to get in your body. And that's where the intuition comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to get that intuitive feeling. You're not going to feel that nudge, that pull, that magnetism towards what it is that you should be doing right now. And I fucking hate the word should, but I use it in the context of like an internal should, right? And in my world, I think they're two very different things. When you feel that internal should, you're in your body. Absolutely. And to compare the two experiences, right? And to just bring this to the forefront and and tap into how some of you that are listening might be feeling in your current like world right now. Back then, when I started feeling that way, I wasn't integrated. I wasn't aware. And it was feather, then brick, and then a truck where I was impacting my business, right? Because I was no longer enjoying the role that I was playing inside it because I was no longer hitting targets, my own fucking KPIs, my own things, right? This was, The only person this was impacting was me. And I wasn't aware enough for a really long time to be like, okay, I'm not enjoying this. I need to pivot. I need to adapt. So I didn't do the thing, right? And then that impacted me in a way where I went through a a bit of a moment of self-doubt and self-judgment. And there was a pain point there for a bit. However, now that I've done all the work and I'm, I'm doing all the things in terms of awareness pieces and listening to the feathers, simple example, this last year with this podcast, towards about September, I was like, there was resistance. There was a pull. I'm like... I'm not loving it like I used to. Do I still want to share my life? Yes. Do I still want to empower women and inspire people and support people? Absolutely. Like that is what I love, but I personally wasn't enjoying it. And rather than sitting in that resistance and putting myself through something because I told myself that's what I was doing and what I had to finish, right? I just stopped. In about November, I just stopped creating episodes. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't talk to anyone about it. I just stopped. I took a break. And then after that break and listening to my intuition and that feather again of being like, okay, what do I actually need for me to enjoy this this piece of my work again? And it was, hey, get a co-host. Great. Who's someone you love? Katie, great. Perfect. Like, let's do the things and actually listen to, to that, that part of my intuition. And I, it's so interesting because we actually already know the answers if we just oh. tap in. Yeah, I love this. And I love the analogy if anyone's familiar. Um, she's a brilliant author, Peter Kelly. She has a beautiful analogy of like the the hose and you've got kinks in the hose, like the mm-hmm. garden hose, right? We know what the kinks are. We know how to get rid of them. It's about cultivating that self-trust to have the courage to actually do something about it and to unkink it. We actually already know what to do. And 
like it's controversial opinion coming from two coaches, <laughs> right? But you do, you actually already know what it is that you need to do. The, like the power of having a coach is having somebody there to one, hold you accountable to your word, hold you accountable to the standards that you set and mm-hmm. like decide for yourself. And then like are there to help you follow through, right? And guide and trust and all that kind of jazz. But it's like, you know what to do. You already know what to do. And I think what's really powerful is when you're thinking about like, those moments and when you were talking just then Chris like the words that were coming through to me were sometimes you need to slow down to speed up Mm. sometimes you actually need to slow the fuck down so that you can speed up and move in a trajectory that's right for you because we know we know that feeling and like you said like if you're not enjoying something there's resistance there's that ick feeling it's like trudgy it's like it's not smooth we're not gliding there's no like rocket launch right it's like oh like you feel that <laughs> heaviness of it as you trudge through it yeah if you're on the right path whoosh. yeah 100 and sometimes you just need to stop like stop and look around actually go what do i want yeah like write it down like map it out on a piece of paper write the fucking things down like what do I actually want for this thing that I'm doing is it possible to create that within what I'm doing right and it can we can be looking at a business right like like the podcast or you can be speaking to your relationship your relationship with yourself your relationship with your best friend your relationship with your partner like it it can be your relationship with your kids so this like literally mapping out what do you want like first and foremost, the value of what you want from this existing thing, right, in your life where you're feeling that resistance and that pull to to go away and you're just like, no, an example, a child, right? No, I committed to having a child. I'm having a child. Like this is my child. This is the parenting journey, yeah? I can't just stop. No, you can't just stop. But what do you want from that experience? Like what do you want from that relationship? And you yeah. can create it by mapping that out. Yeah, I love that. I think of a big driver in my life, like my entire, my entire kind of like adult life. And when I started to look more into personal development and start to can like form my own ideas around all this stuff, right. Is what's been so powerful for me is to have a North star. Mm -hmm. And if people aren't familiar with that concept, it's the guiding light, right? All I think about is Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, when you think of your North star, it's like, what is, what is the thing that you want from life? And that's essentially your why. And for those, anybody that's familiar with Simon Sinek's work, the, the start with why, it's like, that's actually what's going to drive you. That's what's going to, because people always talk about, right, okay, there's like the difference between discipline and motivation, right? Like I've, I'm fucking tired of it. Like I'm sick of hearing about it. We know it and it's not eliciting change mm. because you can't actually have the discipline without the fucking why. Like you need to know why you're doing the things. Mm. Like if you don't know why, you don't have a solid why. Yeah. Why would you have discipline? Yep. Like why would you keep going? Why would you continue? Mm. It's like, and it's the same when you think about the whole notion of a pivot. Every time that I pivot in life, in business, in all the things, it's what's most in alignment with my North Star right now. And like my North Star, I know that my North Star is having a solid self-trust and the capability to express that Mm. and then the why is 
that's the selfish why. Cause I think there's like a selfish one. And then there's like one, one that's good for everyone else. Right. Is showing other women how to fucking do that too. Mm-hmm. It's being unapologetic in yourself, but there's no point screaming, be unapologetic in yourself. If people don't actually know themselves. So like, that's that why for me. Yeah, It's like, it goes deeper. It yeah. always goes deeper. And this is like, Oh my gosh, Katie, Katie Walker going on a rant right now, but it's like, this is what I think is the like disconnect in, in a lot of personal development spaces right now is that it's like, yeah, be disciplined, be unapologetic, do the thing. And it's like, hold up. What am I disciplined? Why am I disciplined? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm actually moving towards? Hold up. How do I be unapologetic in myself? How do I stop being in the rat race? How do I stop comparing? How do I stop doing all these things? A hundred percent. Like you see the people, like the people, but I do see people, right? Sharing fucking quotes and memes and be on, you know, heal yourself, be on this journey. And I'm like, I heard you the other day talking about your body and shaming yourself and judging yourself and saying how ugly you look or how unhappy you are in your weight. How that's, they're two different things. You can't be two, those, like, that's not one person. You can't be miserable and be unapologetic. Like if you're just saying these things because it's a theme, because you're following the industry, which is the wellness and personal development space, and you're following along like a sheep in the herd, right? And you're moving with the, everyone else because like, this is what I should be doing. This is what everyone else is doing. Like same as a diet or a fad like that comes in, oh, I'm going to try this because everyone else says it's really good. I don't actually like it, but I'm going to stay here for 12 months because everyone else says it's awesome, right? It's that sheep mentality. And step putting that, like pulling that into that, with the the it's the personal development space it's kind of like okay what feels good for you mm, like that's actually the piece what actually, actually fucking lights you up what's the yep. thing if you're not doing that if you don't feel healed right you're putting up these beautiful posts these long-winded things about you know your healing journey and all this stuff but you're still miserable or you're still thinking about something that happened 10 years ago, or you're still feeling insecure in your relationship, right? And you're not actually dealing with the fucking things. Mm. Then what are you doing? Like, where's your why? Yeah. And I think it's important to note as well that I think there's two, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I'm going to clarify this because I think there's two different ways that you can take what you've just said. And the way that I've interpreted it is that there's, there is literally, there's two different, uh, I don't want to go too fucking woo-woo here, but there's like two different energies, right, that are at play here. Because I think internally you absolutely can be unapologetic in yourself and then have pockets of misery, right? And Mm. because this is the human experience. We're actually here to experience the full polarity of emotions. But what's the overarching, what's the common thread, what's the undercurrent in your life? And if it's misery and you're preaching happiness and positivity, like, oh, my God, I could go to war with toxic positivity. Because it really, really gripes me because that was fucking me for a really long time. Mm. Like I was so caught up. I was working in the fitness industry and it and it was, and this is the polarity of it, right? And this is like hindsight, knowing what I know now. But it was like, I had this like, and it was just like, it was me. So this is the, this is the piece. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wait, I'm fucking confused. So I can and I can't and I can and I can't. I think you know what's right for you. And that's, like it's a feeling again, it's being in your body and it's going, hang on, what is it for me? What's the whisper that I'm feeling for me right now? Because back when I was like in the fitness industry and doing all the things, it was confident, like loud, energetic, fun, Katie. And that absolutely was me, but there was an undercurrent of insecurity and fear. 
that only I could feel. Mm, so what is your undercurrent? Like, yeah. let it's that land in. It's deeper. It is yeah. always, always, always deeper. It's like, oh gosh, I ha- haven't got any discipline. Great. What's the undercurrent? Mm. Feeling as though you need to be disciplined right now. What is the why that's sitting beneath it? Mm. And for a lot of people, and like just let, let this land in for a minute, it's a fear of success, right? With the goal, the, the thing, the thing oh, that you want to achieve. Let's use the example of money, right? So someone to be successful and go and create their own business and be really successful in that role and create more money for their family, which is the goal, right? And then you actually have a fear of success because what that looks like mm. is making sacrifices, seeing your kids less, maybe seeing your partner less, maybe you are working late hours, maybe you're tired for six months. The sacrifice is there, the fear on those micro moments, you actually integrate self-sabotage to stop yourself from going and creating that business and creating that those financial freedom moments in your life so that you can not achieve the thing. Like you create yep. it for yourself. So you sabotage yourself so you can't become successful. And there is a deep ingrained fear of success because that means, and that looks like all these other changes in life and that feels scary. 100%. I think with the, well, so I'm trying to think of a really great example that's going to make this make sense. So when you think about it from the, so I'm going to use the fitness industry as an example here, right? And this is because I say that you feel the undercurrent other people feel it as well, but it's uncon- like it's an unconscious feeling that like they'll pick up on it, mm. but it's not like in their face, right? And a lot of people, this is the whole, this is why I, I kind of hate fake it till you make it, if I'm honest, because faking it till you make it, it's unintegrated. It's like, feel it, be it. Like, sure, act as if, but like feel it in your freaking body. And this is like, God, now we could go down the rabbit hole of like manifestation and things like that, right? However, if you're thinking about, and because if you're in the space where you're like a service provider or you like, that's what you do is that you're, or even honestly, if you're helping somebody else, like, again, I'll use the fitness industry example. If you go see a personal trainer and they're not integrated in their discipline, they don't actually know what their why is. This is what it'll look, it'll go to one of two ways. So the first way that it could go is that you as the client, you rock up, you haven't done the things that you said that you were going to do, right? You haven't been doing the things. Um, and the trainer goes, oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry about it. And they let you off the hook because that's actually what they're saying to themselves because they're unintegrated in their discipline. Mm-hmm. Or it can go the other way where they're super fucking hard on you, right? Same deal. They're actually punishing themselves. Discipline is punishment to them. So get super fucking clean on the undercurrent of life and move from an embodied place. And this isn't to say like, guys, this isn't a switch that you flick, right? It's not something that you just go, oh yeah, okay, great. I'm embodied. Like, (laughs) and that's the piece of, it's less fake until you make it and like feel it, (sighs) feel it, embody it, sit with it again, slow down to speed up, integrate it, (laughs) really be it. And this is that whole piece of like less doing more being. And just back on the why for a minute, like, and how, and how to actually do that in your experiences to find your why, ask why, ask yourself why, 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 right? Keep leaning into that why in those moments so that you can seek the why. Like that is just the easiest way to take the, that step forward, to propel that, right? Is asking why, why do I feel this way? Like I ask, I ask myself that question so many times a day 
and I am always learning and I'm always cleaning up shit within me, right? Like we had a phone call the other day and we just cleaned something up straight away. And guess what? Money landed in my bank account. I signed up a new one-on-one -on -one client. And why did I do that? Because I cleaned it up, right? And how I do that is asking why. And when I can't answer it myself, I call a person that can, right? And 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 we chat it out. And that is where like having a coach in your corner is the greatest fucking benefit to your entire life. Yeah, they pull right? it out of you. It's like, and this is like, and it's it's fun being in, in the industry, right? And Chris, I'm sure you'll agree. It's really fun being in the industry because we get to see both sides of it. We get to play client and coach and mm -hmm. like be client and coach. And I think something that's been really beautiful across my journey as a coach has been that like honestly that integration that mm. embodiment I'm no longer adding value I am the value I'm no longer like doing the thing I am the fucking thing mm. like I am the thing and like being able to move clients into that position so freaking powerful and this isn't to say guys that you like I don't waver mm. like and I'm super transparent about that all the time and like particularly across social media the intention is for me to be super transparent almost to the point where guys that have like listened to the last couple episodes you'd know that I've just moved across the country and on Saturday I had a little pocket of homesickness I was like oh I'm like I'm a little bit sad like I'm actually missing being around like my my solid yeah, people that I yeah, had yeah. when I was in Hobart and I, like I'm, I'm missing that and I'm I'm fine and I'm processing this and feeling it so that it's not a problem. Like I deal with things before it's a problem. Like if it's in my awareness, I'm like, oh, grab it. Let's fix it right now. Whether it's to sit with it, to process it, to journal it, to chat it out, to take action, to have a hard conversation, like you can map it into anything, right? I processed it and was like, cool, yay. Now I get to go and enjoy dinner with my friends and I'm back to like being me and, and feeling really solid in my decision. However, I shared that on social media that I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit homesick today because I'm so aware, I'm so aware that people watch, right? And they see, and the last thing that I want people to see is, oh, fuck, everything's fucking easy for her. Mm. It's just quicker yeah. because I choose to have different problems. Mm -hmm. Like the problem in inverted commas of feeling homesick is a problem that I choose to move through very quickly. I'm not holding on to it for what purpose would I? And that plays back into what we spoke about last week in regards to that like victim mentality. Yeah. Like that's not the frequency that I'm calibrating to. Sorry, process, bye. Yeah. As opposed to bury and have it like build and build and build until it's like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as just saying it out loud to yourself. Oh. Like, or saying it to the person. I think so much. Like, <laughs> literally, like, I can imagine, like, imagine if we had an issue between us right now, right? Or something that we wanted to speak to, which is like, I just want to speak to this for a minute. And I'm just going to hold this here. And we, you know, we'd just bounce through it. It wouldn't even be a conflict or a scary conversation because mm. we are so both integrated and so fucking aware. And our yep. communication models to each other yep. is so strong. Like, there's a foundation there of strength. And if everyone had this ability to communicate, like how little conflict would be coming up in your world or how much, you know, how little resentment and how much resistance would disappear because of the ability and the awareness of how to speak to something, right? Yeah, absolutely. And how easy does that make that when you need to change or pivot or stop something? Yeah. Because it's like you're clean. It's a, like it's a clean energy exchange of, okay, well, I 
I feel comfortable and I feel like I've got congruence of self. I've got self-trust and safety that I can have these conversations and know that it's okay. And in regards to like that comment, Chris, like I've been here a bit over a week now living on the Gold Coast and I'm so, so thankful and so lucky to have so many people around me like already and to have a great community here. And I was feeling fucking socially exhausted and overwhelmed and so grateful at the same time, right? I loved that everybody wanted to see me and catch up and wanted to go and do things. And at the same time, I was like, holy fuck, like (laughs) this is like, I just need to be alone for a hot sec. And when I had that conversation, like I was meant to go salsa dancing with a girlfriend. And when I had that conversation with her, I was like, hey, babe, like, I'm really just like not feeling it. I'm really just need some time alone. Um, Like, is it cool with you if we go in a couple of weeks instead, knowing that she had something on this week or whatever? It's like, and she was like, yeah, no worries. That's so fine. Yeah, it can be so easy. See how it's not a big deal. Whereas in the past, I would have been like, oh, fuck no. Like I've made a big commitment to go. Like, I don't want to back out on my word. I don't want to not like, I don't want to disappoint anybody. It's like people pleasing mentality. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I would have gone. And this is the thing. I know that I would have had a great time because I'm somebody that it like, again, fitness industry, (laughs) love it, but I'm so conditioned to move into a space and I'm an extrovert too. move into a space and just be like, boom. Yeah. Light up. Here I am. Yep. Here I am. The energy's flowing. I'm having a great time, but I know that I would have been so fucking zapped when I went back into my own space and my own energy that I wasn't willing to do it. And this is one of those pieces of like, I feel like it's easier to start, stop and change things when you're in tune with yourself. And when you're mm-hmm. like, okay, hang on, how's this actually going to play out? Because everything compounds, right? Mm-hmm. Everything compounds. Everything. Every single thing that you do, every single thought that you have, every single move that you make or don't make, every single conversation you have or don't have, it all is compounding. So is it compounding in the direction that you want or not? Because mm-hmm. then- like this is that discernment piece. You've got to be fucking honest with yourself and it can be hard. It can be so hard to sit there with like a magnifying glass over your own thoughts and behaviors and patterns that you run. Yeah. You've got to like have a bit of a grain of salt with it and compassion and look at it and go, oh, okay, I'm in control here and I'm ready to start choosing something differently. It's a different energy to looking at it and going, oh my God, I fucking created all of this in my life shit. It's like, well, that's ick. That's an ick energy. Yeah, the commitment to self. It's like commitment to yourself. That's it. Whatever that whatever that is, just commit to you. It Literally. doesn't need to be one. Like the thing yeah. isn't you. Yeah. The thing is what you choose to do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so much yeah. choice there. Like take some ownership <laughs> over your life. Like you have choice over what you choose to do. It can come back as simple as that. Like. Why yeah. are you allowing the narrative that you once sold yourself was the way to go, right? Let's talk about the trajectory of life. Hey, I want to be married. Then I'm going to have a, sorry, buy a house with my partner. Then I'm going to be married. And then I'm going to have a baby. And then I'm going to have another baby. And then I'm going to go back to my career. And I'm going to be super successful in my career. And then I'm going to focus on my career. My kids are going to go to Catholic school. My kids are going to, you know, this is the life, right? The life that in my head that I created, Right. And I had to change that narrative when I became a blended family. I had to change that change that narrative again when I wasn't really that good at school or uni. I was kind of failing everything and I liked money and I was really good at making it. So then like I flipped the script there. So knowing that like when I reflect back on my life, I actually knew unconsciously that I was really good at pivot and adapt. I was really good at changing the narrative. I was really good at giving myself permission to go where I needed to go. I just didn't know that I was. 
So I would shame myself. I would judge myself. I would let other people shame and judge me, like my family members. I remember sit down with my pop one day when he's like, you've just made the biggest mistake of your life. Like, you are never going to be successful because of this decision that you've made at 18 years old. And I'm like, God, I've had so many of those conversations. (laughs) You've made the biggest mistake of your life. And I'm like, okay, just hold on. Just like hang in there because I'm about to show you. (laughs) And like, bless his soul. But like he, he he just came from a place of love, right? But I then received that as so much shame and guilt that I then carried. But what I didn't know was that I was really good at making money. And I was really, really good at change and pivot and adapt, right? And now I give myself the full permission piece to do so where I see fear, like a just accordingly same as friendships adjust the fucking seat move that's actually I think that's the whole like that that really does like wrap it up in the sense doesn't it because it is it's giving yourself permission and I think the way that you give yourself permission to do these kind of things because again I think like that's still really surface level just give yourself permission just give Mm. yourself permission to Mm. change your mind just like and this is something that like I'm so fucking aware that this is something that I've been saying and preaching for a long time because it is true however it goes deeper than that it's like yes give yourself permission to do it but if you're somebody that doesn't have any evidence that giving yourself permission to do those things actually works out it's really unlikely that you're going to try yourself to be able to do it so start with the little micro habits and give yourself permission to change those tiny little micro things mm-hmm. cultivate that trust and safety with self that oh hang on maybe I actually do know what's right for me maybe I am actually the person that gets to make these decisions and I am actually the one that knows best yeah. and give yourself that evidence that backlog so that is going to help solidify into your unconscious like oh we can do this. Mm. Look at all this evidence that we've got that when we've changed, it's been fine. Look at all this evidence that we've got that when we did something new, it fucking worked out. Look at all this evidence that we have with all these hard conversations and they've been breezy and easy. Like, yeah, give yourself the evidence. Yeah. Don't and just like, sit there. Like, on that, move. ask yourself for those at home playing along and are like, oh, like, where is this coming up for me in my life? I would love for you to like take this in as a journal prompt. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Mm. Even if it's, even if you would were to say brushing my teeth as a child, right? Like it's not going to be that. But if it was that, and how did that habit go? How did that habit impact your life? How do you still have that habit in place? Are you still disciplined and committed and mm. have self-trust and knowing that you're going to do that every day, twice a day, and you just do it, right? Like when was the last time you did something for the first time? And how did that look? Like, look for the evidence today. Like, that's something to play with tonight or tomorrow or whenever you listen to this podcast. (laughs) I love this so much because I love the I love the notion of doing things for the first time. I'm just so I'm such an advocate for stretching yourself. Like, such a fucking advocate for it Mm. because it really does. Like, I genuinely believe that that's what leads to a fulfilling life Mm. experience. And leaning into this full experience as, as like in this human expression, right? Like let yourself fucking feel, let yourself feel, put your walls down, let yourself feel, let yourself be the beginner, let yourself be the idiot, let yourself like be the, the fucking boss, like give yourself permission to step into all these different archetypes that are within yourself and fucking take ownership of it. And then if you love it, integrate that shit. And if you <laughs> look a little bit harder and find a way to integrate it, you know, but yeah. I, when you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, this is when life gets to be really fucking fun. Mm. And I read something ages ago that was like, if you were sitting down and you're watching a movie and the main character sat in their room and scrolled TikTok and Instagram all day or like hardly engaged with their kids because they were busy on their phone or 
what like what weren't doing the things that they like know they that they could do have you ever watched a movie and you kind of know what's going to happen but you're like fucking frustrated watching it because you're like fucking do the thing like oh my god just go and tell her that you love her oh my god just go and like do this thing you like and you're kind of like egging them on and you're watching the film imagine if you're watching the film of your own life Mm-hmm. Would you be fucking frustrated watching it? Just be like, holy fuck, it's actually not going to be that bad. Just do it. Oh my God, what's the worst thing that could happen? I wish she would just fucking do the thing. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what? I, like, have look at it from that level. Mm-hmm. And like, are movie. you, would you want to watch your movie? Because fuck, I would fucking love to watch my movie. My movie's a vibe. Like, <laughs> I'm like so, I'm so genuinely, like, and I wish people could like see it and not just hear it, right? Because my movie would be a mess. <laughs> I I'm just so genuinely fucking in love with my life, like wholeheartedly. Like it actually makes me want to like cry. I am so proud of myself because I have trusted myself. Mm-hmm. And this is the feeling that everybody should have. Like this isn't a, oh yeah, some people get to have that feeling. That's actually the reality of it. And it's bullshit. And it pisses me off because everybody deserves this feeling. <clears throat> this feeling is a fucking rite of passage. So fucking get it. Like it's right in front of you and it's lit, like, it blows my mind. It mm. actually blows my mind. It's right in front of you. You just need to go, oh, I can have that feeling. Oh my God. Let me just pick that up. Mm. Like fucking pick it up. Pick it up, pivot, <laughs> adapt. Painful to watch. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can press pause and start. Like you literally can press pause and play. Where do you need to press pause and play on your life, right? Yes. Like, and I think the key things, I think the key takeaways from this episode, and I know we don't usually do this, but I feel like this one needs a wrap up. There's been so much gold. <laughs> it's like that, what's the undercurrent? What's your North Star and what's the undercurrent of everything that. you're yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I think that's really, really powerful. And then as well, it's like slow down to speed up. Yeah. 100% and look what's beneath the permission slip like looking yeah. under that as well dig a little deeper dig a little mm-hmm. deeper and then go out and have that fucking main character energy shit like go create a fucking epic movie of your life yeah like fall in love with it yeah all stop of wishing it. stop waiting wishing yeah. doing all that jazz like let's and like, know that it's gonna go. be hard and fucking fall in love with that too mm-hmm. like I was walking with a girlfriend this morning and she was like oh how's the change been like huge change and I'm like yeah it is it is huge change for me to just uproot my life and move across the country. Absolutely. It is huge change. Didn't really stretch me that much though. So now I'm like, oh fuck, now what? Now you need to move to Newcastle. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. She wants me there. Change the narrative. Flip the script, Katie Walker. Time to move. Moving again. (laughs) I love, I love a flip of the script. I really do. So great. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this conversation, please, please go and hit review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I think you just need to like four star, five star. I don't know. But do all the things for us because you will help us to support more women on their journey of self-discovery to self-mastery. You. <laughs> and that's it.